The following program contains mature themes and language and it's heavy, so yeah, viewer discretion is advised. Man, you don't even have to say all that. I'm going to tone it down today. <laughs> nah, I'm lying. Fuck that shit. Let's go. Uh, what it is? Welcome to the light bulb moment. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Hi, Welcome. Guys. <laughs> I'll be your host, Mr. 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 Oasis. You you started it, and it's been so long since you've started it, Mr. Oasis. Mr. Oasis. Mm-hmm. That's my new tag. Mm. I've been tagged that. You're an Oasis. Sorry, right, I'm Mr. Tundra today, then. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> so, today's episode is pretty heavy. Is it heavy? It is. It's heavy shit. Is it heavy? I just is it heavy for you, or you think it's just a heavy topic? It's just a heavy topic. Okay. I mean, it's heavy for me, yeah, personally, sure, but... We'll get into that. Um, nah, I just know that a lot of times on this podcast, we're all jokes and things, but just reiterating the fact that this particular subject, probably going to joke about it. It's not funny, okay? Nah. <laughs> nah try to take it as serious as possible. Right. Try to keep it as serious as possible. But no. Um, so yeah, we're talking about abuse. Abuse. Um, for those of you that don't know what that means... It's to treat a person or an animal with cruelty or violence, um, especially regularly or repeatedly. Um, there are three million incidents of domestic violence reported every year. That includes both men and women. Um, and just judging off of the conversations we've had the past couple episodes about the toxic masculinity, femininity, yeah. um, just how easy it is to not see the signs, the signs, and the whether you're in it or you're doing it Mostly, to someone, right? You and know, um, and more of like the abuser than identifying the abusee, also. Yeah, both really. Yeah, man. Especially like I don't know, fuck I think, say, if you are the abuser. <laughs> uh, <laughs> at this point in time, I mean, I also thought it would be a good subject due to. Uh, COVID-19 because this has been a heavy conversation with different people mm-hmm. around me mm. discussing like yo uh, child abuse not just you know male and female abuse on adults but like child mm. abuse so on and so forth yeah so there's uh, actually six types um, physical is one the second being mental psychological um, the third being verbal or emotional the fourth being neglect the fifth being financial, economic, and then lastly, cultural or identity. The neglect one is a big one. All of it is pretty big. Neglect no, is big. I know, yeah. but the, I mean, we often think about abuse as the physical, mental, or the verbal, and often the financial. I don't know about the cultural. Neglect is especially but the with neglect is children the one and that, elderly people. Yeah, a lot of people don't think about that as a I think especially with like the COVID stuff happening, like... There were so many cases of people just not being checked up on. Right. Like older people, elderly people that can't go to the grocery that couldn't go to the grocery store to begin with. Like while everybody was going through that toilet paper phase and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, but we were forgetting about our, our elderly. Like there was that was a thing. <laughs> that shit's kinda crazy to me. Like I, I couldn't forget about my grandmother, but I don't know. Yeah, that's correct. I don't know. Um Yeah. Financial shit. From the financial side. What would financial abuse look like? Financial abuse. Oh, okay. No, not financial. I meant to say cultural. I'm sorry. That's the one I'm stuck on. Cultural. Cultural abuse? Like not allowing you to wear a job. Yeah. Okay. That shit. Like you can't wear braids at work or you like that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Or like even down to the, the, the like we're going to wear ponchos and sombreros for Halloween or <laughs> you know yeah yeah that's a good one that is definitely that is definitely yeah that is a form of abuse mm-hmm. um all right so hmm. run it identifying abusers can be difficult and the reason being is because now this is just from my own personal research because I like to watch like true crime shit. Like I'm really into that for some reason. Um, but a lot of people that become like serial killers or like abusers are like 
kidnappers, the people that kidnap people and keep them in their basements and shit, they typically come from an upbringing that is devoid of, like, actual, like, love or care. They, it might have been a neglectable, like, yeah, a neglectful situation. But, um... <clears throat> Um, they develop these characteristics and these mechanisms within their personality that kind of allows them to camouflage, like manipulate their way into the people around them thinking there's no way in hell he would, you know they create new identities, they put that mask on yeah, they're good at that shit so it's really hard to identify um, and they start at a young age it starts at a young age usually, yeah, for a lot of people like if you, like most most of the big big serial killers and the big like not even just the big ones but usually <laughs> nine times out of ten I mean, <laughs> not just you know I don't know but but child that's the crazy part but we all experience childhood trauma we do so how do you but you I mean like cause we we're talking about how neglect was a big one and I feel like you're absolutely right. The neglect can probably be the worst one of all. Right. Because it's the one that creates all the other... So it comes up out of a neglectful situation. Not in any... If they don't do it the right way, they become that physical... Psychological. That psychological abuser. abuser so that and so forth, right? They become that. Because that so, becomes that outlet of their frustration. Mm-hmm. And so in turn, it's just like... I don't know. It's just... That's crazy. You know what? Uh, okay. What are signs of it's okay, hard not to feeding, say. but like neglect, like emotional neglect? Is that is that like, emotional like, neglect? Like not being able to identify or support. Okay, so for instance, when you tell a child or a young uh, a young boy to stop crying, yeah, suck it up, be a man. Basically, you're neglecting his emotional. I mean, uh, that goes needs. back to yeah the. The toxic masculinity, right? Is definitely. That I mean, it just. Yeah, there's. Oh, where you, when you, when, when adults force children to silence their tears because you're frustrated with, you don't want to hear that, so. Mm. You don't let them process it, and you. I'm not saying all adults, but a percentage of parents. You know, we see it. I see it every day. You see it every day at work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Especially now, and like then we, and then even and it was even more it was even crazier is how frustrated the people around get. Now I can understand when a child is just losing their shit. You know what I'm saying? Then you got to resolve that a different way. But when a baby is just frustrated and is crying, and the parent shushes them, or the people around are frustrated and want to shush them too, like yeah, yeah. I mean, but. Yeah, does that correlate with emotional ne- neglect? I think it does on a small scale, but I think like it's usually the larger scale that that on a larger scale is usually what creates like. So for what instance, is a, what is a, a larger scale would look like a kid that maybe um, the parents neglect to the point where they have the same jeans they wear every single day to school, or like you know when they come home. They don't get chicken nuggets and snacks and stuff. They gotta wait until you know. I'm like, you know, what I'm saying like it's just there's different you types watch, of. You watch Cobra Kai? Did you watch Cobra Kai? I haven't watched Cobra Kai. No. Cobra Kai. Uh, Johnny's son. The mom will always leave him home yeah. by himself to fend for himself. Yeah. When he was exactly in high school, like to you're, go you're be too with a young man. to exactly you're too young to be. Taking care of yourself, and then a lot of times, you know, if you got siblings, you got to take care of them. And but yeah, definitely that neglect there is kind of fucked. <laughs> but it creates a type of I don't know. I just, it's always interesting to me. Like that's why I'd be interested in this, these true crime things. Like I always want to know what gets a person to that place to where you feel like I got to beat on this person. You know, you deserve it's to get... The system. It's crazy. Like, it's, no, it, I don't know. It's not crazy. It's a system that has been set up around us. But yeah. I haven't been trying to go dive into that world. That rabbit yeah, hole. Yeah, no. It's <laughs> literally the system, though. The system is set up that way. It's just... Uh, constant repetition of acts 
that have been done to mm-hmm. people of certain uh, shit. I think because you can't even say it's class. Yeah, I'm trying to pick you my words about this. Really it's not that. even class. It's just because even rich people with it has nothing to do with rich or poor. Like these stories psychologically that I've read with, about people. Like you can it, sometimes serial killers come from a place where it's trailer trash. They lived in the complete. The house was neglected. You know what I'm saying? Like there's piss bottles everywhere that type of shit or it could be the mom who was like overbearing her son but you know they're rich as hell and you know she's overbearing with her kid her son and so all he's he's a mommy's boy he's a mommy's boy and then the minute she, he tells her no or she tells him no he kills her you know what i'm saying like so it's not different it's not class it's just this it's type of people inability inability to express emotion through and identify with one's emotional state so you take it out through... It's hard to identify, though. But, okay, normally, though, when it is easy, they show up as bullies, narcissists, and obvious sociopaths. Like, I feel like I know a few baby sociopaths. <laughs> I wouldn't go as far to say, like, you're a whole sociopath, but, like, people that are just unaware of other people's... Like, you... What is the definition of a sociopath? A sociopath is someone who is unable to basically connect like let's google it because yeah. yes social yeah like social cues um you can't really connect emotion like yeah i need the actual child um yes a person with a personality disorder manifesting itself in extreme antisocial attitudes and behavior and lack of conscience so just like not being able to tell that what you're doing is wrong basically like or how you're what you're doing how it's affecting someone else or you know what i'm saying that's a sociopath like yeah i just i just killed this cat but are like, they like yeah. are there scales <laughs> to this stuff to, to you know like, is there yeah a, there's, i feel spectrum? like there's levels to it is so that's why i was saying like sociopath? i feel like i know a few baby sociopaths that they kind of move or act yeah. that way they don't really are they're not really aware or care about how any, anybody else feels about things so yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know, but they use, yeah, because yeah, they use control, force, manipulation, and forms of violence towards others. Yeah, oh yeah, shit! Yeah, okay, controlling, forceful. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Manipulation. Yeah, we absolutely. all know a few of those. Mm-hmm. Like just minor baby ones, and but hey, those are signs. So maybe, false, false maybe keep power. those type of people away from me. False senses of power, like abusing power. Oh my god, that eats me alive. Especially from people that just don't have the power. Like you really are reaching with t-rex arms and i'm just sorry i'm coming from a place of like my workspace is very much like that full of people like that that are like i'm at this position so i should be able to tell you this that a third but it's like no (laughs) anyway um hmm red flags these red flags are heavy because now because you know it's crazy we don't look for abusers Especially now. I don't think. I mean, I think some people do. I do. I'll be looking for them because <laughs> I know better. I've been in the situation, so I know better. But, but, some, but, like, sometimes it's too late. You are already in the situation. Yeah, oh, yeah. Absolutely. I think maybe in some cases for some people, much like myself, like, you probably may have had to have been in that type of situation to really see or, like, be able to read people in a way that kind of brings it to your attention faster. <laughs> to be able to read bullshit a little or, faster. Or even from the outside looking in at, looking at a couple. I'm thinking that more too. of like... Yeah, being able to look for at instance, the situation. If you and my friend and you were going through the situation, how do I identify the fact that maybe one of you is an abuser and the other one is being abused? Mm-hmm. Is that feasible? Because we don't... That's what I'm talking about. Do we really do that? with a lot of the relationships around us to not until it's too late right and then the crazy thing is like even if you were to identify that and you bring it to the abusers abusee's attention nine times out of ten they're not in the mental space to be like y'all can get out of it because when you're in a situation where you're being abused like you don't feel a sense of control over anything that you almost lose like you completely lose that yeah that's true you know what I'm saying like you don't I can agree with that it's the thought that I can get up and walk out anytime I wanted to does not it doesn't happen because 
you've been manipulated into thinking a certain way, like in this box, in the box of your abuser. So, and it's something that you don't really understand until you've been in that situation to like, be like, what, (laughs) you know? So I hate when people say things like, well, why didn't you just leave? Or like, why didn't you just like... Why did you just... And it's crazy, <laughs> right? And we only think about it as adult, as in adult situation. But what about children? Children just can't get away. And I'm talking about from that's the most from four up. all the way up to like twenty one, twenty two, elderly, twenty three. It's technically twenty five is around the time you really just you gone. Yeah, yeah. But that's absolutely the most fucked up. Yeah, in my opinion, we don't discuss child abuse a lot. I mean, what we do, but we don't think about like. 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, where technically you still can't film, but you figure like they're big as hell, but they still getting their ass beat. And it's hard it's to like 15, point 16, that 17, out, right? 18, 19. Right. Like, how do you see that unless it's like literally visible, like this kid is coming to school stinking, like, or something? Or or mark, like, or he's marked up, boy. or, you know what I'm right. saying? He's real skinny, or like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to, to tell, because a lot of times, I don't know. I just know that some of these criminals that I be reading about are real crafty. The abusers are always finding a way to, like, make it seem like it was the kid's fault. Oh, they were just playing. They were just doing this. They were just doing that. Right, like, you and know if what the saying? kid says something, and the kid say like, something they, they, get, to it. they get fucked up, so they don't say nothing. You know, they can't say anything. So it's just... Ugh. It's, it's gross. That's <laughs> gross. It's fucked up. Um, yeah, but red flags. Let's see. Extreme jealousy, possessiveness, unpredictability... Um, having a bad temper, cruelty to animals, verbal abuse, <laughs> extreme controlling behavior, antiquated beliefs about roles of women and men in relationships, and our all-time favorite, gaslighting. Fine gaslighting. Gaslighting? Oh, my God. I can tell you all about gaslighting. Um, gaslighting is basically when you set someone up to be upset so that you in turn can be upset that they are upset <laughs> and then take it out on them and then take and then it create out on them. a scenario yeah. shut the You're fuck up putting the gas out there for them to light it for you to get burned or to be the burn victim that's gaslighting many 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 people do this and don't realize that they do it and part of that it, it goes into the so basically picking an argument to create an argument. Or no, setting up a situation up. to create, to start an argument mm-hmm. so that they can vent out on you. Mm-hmm. It's poking the bear pretty much and then going to like, kill that bear, kill it. Fucking like, no, nah, it's stupid. That's crazy. It's really crazy. But a lot of people do that. And don't realize they do it. Hello? I hate I that one. That. But, um. You haven't done that. No, my question. Have I ever done? Have that? you ever done that? No, I'm. I'm not very conf- like. I'm not confrontational. I think. I think. I try to avoid. Okay, because for my situation, my scenario of abuse, I dealt with so much verbal and physical abuse, and the arguing, and then not even just like, like, even having to combat. Like, for instance, y'all have y'all scenarios of high school, mm-hmm. and I told somebody, uh, my, uh. My memories of junior high school and a little bit of high school were like, you know, the movie The Warriors? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it was school you went to yeah. most of the time. So we spent a lot of time just having to fight for no reason. So by the time I got to a point where I was an adult, like, I would avoid any kind of argument or any kind of confrontation yeah. for the most part. It would be passive-aggressive. Because if you triggered it, then... Ugly. Mm-hmm. Cause I got, cause it was so much. I couldn't defend myself when I was younger. So when I got to a point where I felt like I could defend myself, and then when I slayed the biggest now, dragon that I had to slay, then it got really bad. That's when I. Now let's flip the switch here. If you were a sociopath and didn't have it in you to be like, what I was, what was happening then wasn't right. You know what I'm saying? If you would have continued doing that type of shit like get into that type of shit like instead of instead of avoiding confrontation it's not confrontation in your mind it's just another day like where would you be (laughs) 
what would you be doing right, right. now? Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, what type of situations would you be in? And so that's like, that's the scary part about it. Like saying if I wasn't passive about, aggressive, and I was just straight aggressive. Like yeah, what like what if you situation? didn't have that in your head, like that piece in your head to just be like this. Yeah, is not, man, I would probably I would have died. You would have you know yeah, been died. I'd have been died, especially in New Orleans, man. In 90, 1995, that was part of the reason, man. Like I was just shit. We just trying not to be fucking statistics. So just avoiding conflict was just easier because. That's when they was really just shooting cats for no reason. So mm. that was part of the whole passive aggressive thing, avoiding confrontation. But damn, I'm, that's that's the type. That's, that's the why part I never gaslight people. That's the part of it that interests me the most. Like about this stuff. This is why I read the most morbid things at three o'clock in the morning. But like, I really be wanting to know, like that, like what is it in people's minds. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just I feel like it's um inherited demons. Yeah, and just being a product of your environment. But even like still, you still just you. like you said, you had an environment that you were a product of, but you didn't Oh no, my but, shit was no, my shit was fucked up for a while. You know what I'm saying? But you didn't become like an actual like, like, sociopath yeah I'm saying so that's on like well, I could have easily went left several, several times I just it, it uh, I was also surrounded with some very sound mind um, minimalists mm. that's what I consider them at this point and they were very educated individuals so I was given a lot of like my mom discussed Malcolm X people's, people around me math teachers professors mm-hmm. so on and so forth I never thought about that until recently you know what I'm saying I wasn't really around that environment that would have got me caught up like that my mom put me in a very it was like the middle space where hood was right here so I still uh, came in that but like so I'm I. a teacher she's a teacher I'm around teachers people yeah. around there are educated they don't have a whole lot, so they're not. It's not flashy, but what they have, they have. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And it's theirs, but it was like just minimalist. They had the necessities for the most part, so that's what really kept me out of that space and helped me rationalize a lot of shit. Not because I could go to them, but I think my my analytical skills were heightened being around these individuals mm-hmm. versus somebody who doesn't have access to those type of people. Yeah. Yeah, I think... It's awareness and... Development. Intellect and development. It's a development problem. Um, For most people. Self-abuse. We don't talk about how we abuse ourselves. And I say that based upon, like, the food we eat and how we think about certain stuff. The things we say out loud. The things we say. Not even just out loud. (laughs) Or internally. Yeah, like... About ourselves. About ourselves. And then so we start consuming things that fuck us up big time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because we have no other way to... We haven't figured out how to digest certain stuff. Like, isolation is a motherfucker. That shit makes you, like, in a sense where... Demons and stuff were... Uh, Issues and baggage that you have, I'm stop calling demons, but issues and baggage that you have from your past when there's really not a lot of uh, escapism around you. That's why I understand why artists do art now or do constructive things so they can get that out some kind of way because if you're isolated and you don't have a... Way out of where the space that you're in. in. Yeah. No, something just to release it into. Yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll consume you because you'll be consumed by n- your thoughts and then it just creates a bubble of just frustration and rage and just anger. vacuum yeah. <laughs> a complete vacuum yeah I mean social withdrawal is definitely nah self abuse it is self abuse <laughs> it is social withdrawal is, if, is you don't, if you don't have like a healthy if you don't have like something meeting to be something, like, yeah. Hey, Are I'm you going into right it? I don't know. I'm not feeling like myself today. Can we? I don't know. 
or you going into it with a healthy mind frame, like you going into it knowing yeah, that you with intent. This is what it's for. Yes, this I'm, is what I'm going mm-hmm. to escape, and this is where I'm going to put my energy at. If you're not going in with that specific, and then you just find yourself isolated, that's why I look at solitary confinement now. So like it's like that shit is horrible. Like I understand why jail is so horrible. That shit is horrible, especially solitary. Like that's. I think I would lose my fucking mind. Most people do. They do lose their mind, yeah. Within 24 to 48 hours. They do. I think I would... 24 to 48 hours of complete darkness. And you haven't put yourself in the zen space already. You going through all your shit. I would just... You're not going to sleep that shit off. (laughs) I would immediately hit the pose. Okay, I am just going to meditate. Yeah, as but, that, but you I would can. have that. That's why I say you would have to have that mind frame. Yeah, you would have to. You'd have to be aware. I feel like that's what helped, helped yeah. one of my peeps through it. Somebody I know personally, that's what got them through it because they had that mind frame already. They went in because that was their lifestyle, being in that space when they were confined. That's what I'm saying. If you're not going in with that with mind that frame, intent, like with I that can, intent, yeah, and having it like, let me let me clarify this. Um, consistent discipline in that space already because don't go in there thinking like you're going to get that discipline going in if you don't have it going in you'll lose it very fast and then that's when shit teeters or you just abandon ship unless you're forced isolation and then forced isolation that's when you snap mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and you either figure it out or you just completely lose your shit so <laughs> All right, so just the signs of someone that's self-abusing or being abused. Um, Social withdrawal, obviously. Um, Someone who's being abused, bruising, scars, coverings all the time. If it's summertime and they cover the hell up, like, you notice extreme changes in their personality. Um, They're afraid to be alone. Um, They're always saying, like, I'm afraid to... Like, I had... There's this one guy that I was friends with who would always be like... Oh, I can't, I can't do X, Y, and Z until, you know, he says it's okay. And, like, one time, he was like, I'm hungry, I'm hungry. He was like, I'm hungry. And we're like, hey, we're about to go get something to eat. Let's go get something to eat. He's like, oh, I can't. Like, let me see if he ate today yet. And let me call him real quick. And we were like, huh? Long story short, that ended up being a situation that was, yeah, kind of fucked up. Like, we found out later on. But that signs. Yeah, we saw them signs, like... That's so, crazy. Like, you can't eat until he eats, even though we're not even... He not, he's still, not here. how do you interject? How do you interject? Right. Um, anyway, paranoia is one of them. Like, yeah, just... You can tell somebody is just always looking over their shoulder. Like, you okay? <laughs> shame over okay apologizing. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. and shame over apologizing. Over apologizing. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Like, everything. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Let's I see that children. I'm sorry. Like certain children. Yeah. They over apologize. Probably because they get nasty for every dumb, everything, every stupid little thing, which is not okay. Just because the parents are annoyed. But anyway, um, some long-term effects of abuse, like the aftermath, um, repeating those same behaviors is definitely on the top. (laughs) Assuming the role of the abuser is pretty much what happens, usually, nine times out of ten. You have trust issues, codependency, um... We have an episode on that, codependency. Yeah, yeah. yeah we talked all about that. Um, low self-esteem and people-pleasing. Just the need to be constantly reassured that they are in the right space. Are you okay? Are we friends? We're still friends. Fine. You're okay? You got you, you good? good. You good? <laughs> Not funny. Okay, so... <laughs> you make it funny, sir. I know, I know. I think I tried... I don't know. Um, the most important part, let's get to the meat and potatoes. How to heal from it? Yeah. If you're That's able tough. to, if you get the opportunity, because the story that I've got for you today about some shit, I think this is this story is fucked up. But anyway, so um, how to heal? Take responsibility. Hmm. That's tough. <laughs> like I said, it's hard when you're in the situation, or like even as the abuser, I'm sure. To realize, like, because that's the person that needs to take responsibility is not usually the abuser. No, both. I would say both. Well, some, yeah, but okay. Because going back situation, yes. Going back to the thought that I could just get up and leave at any time if I wanted to is not like 
But if you you're can, raised into abuse... If you're raised into it, it's different. I'm just saying, like... If you're raised into it, it's kind of... And some people, most people... Like I said, if you're lucky enough to get out of it. <laughs> you know? But anyway, um... The abuser taking responsibility of the fact that they have a problem. It's probably 80% of it. Yeah, take responsibility for that shit. Like, if you find yourself always being angry with your partner or your child or your grandmother or whatever, if you find yourself... Because a lot of times I feel like they know. You know what I'm saying? It's always a situation and then it's a, I'm so sorry, I love you, da 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 please, like, don't, you know what I'm saying, like, don't leave me, don't leave me alone, I'll kill myself if you leave, type shit. You know that there's something that you, you ain't right. That they have so you need, to, you need to seek help. If that sounds like you, please. Therapy is not a bad word. <laughs> I'm glad we get more into therapy nowadays. Yeah, you God, it's therapist. so necessary. Um, yeah. Anyways, forgive yourself first before you forgive anyone else. And that goes for the abuser and the abusee, I think. Um, depending on how much abuse the abuser has put forth, in my opinion. But, <laughs> you know, as the abusee, you have to... There's a point where you have to forgive yourself for allowing yourself to be in the situation that you were in. For not being able to see the signs of, I can get up and walk out anytime I want. You have to you you have to go through the thought process of like shit. I I could have gotten up. Why didn't I? You have to forgive yourself for not doing things like that and just you know fucking do it. Um, reach out to your support system. Something that I realized this week myself I had a light bulb moment myself. This week is that like I'm <laughs> for a lot of people always there, but I forget that when I need help, I can ask them for help. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I can reach out to them when I need something like, duh. I don't know. Or a hotline. But, yeah, that's, that's... Nowadays, you got social media, just put that shit on fucking live. I guess, but see, like, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think that way, but whatever. Um, shit, watch enough YouTube. There's a lot of people who put their abuse shit, or their stupid shit on live, just to catch it. Mm. So you can see it. Yeah. Like, see the person raging out and stuff? You know, I almost... I <laughs> I think I almost was close to doing that one at one point, but... Mm-mm. It's not good for my brand. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> confront your abusers. Externally. Well, oh, oh, that is... <laughs> let's not walk away from that real quick. What? That's a legitimate point, though. What? A lot of people who have brands and stuff... They can't publicize, oh, can't their publicize or like can't reach out. Yeah. That might fuck with their brand. Why does that fuck with your brand? Why would that even tarnish your brand? I don't know. I just don't want people to see me in that light. You know? I didn't want people to see me or that person in that light. Except for my close people that knew what the fuck was going on. I didn't want to like you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I did. And I was very close to and, it. And again, is that because it's a social stigma on people being abused? No, I just think that because social media and the internet is an entity that we have yet to realize the full potential of the power of that motherfucker. No, I think so. I don't. Fucking shit up. I just don't. I I just I don't know. That was just a realm I wasn't going. I wasn't going to play with that. Okay. Unless it got to a point where. Motherfuckers about to murder me and I don't I can't get on to nine one one or something, like yeah, go lie. Right, right, right. <laughs> you right, know? Right. But it it didn't it, thank God never got to that point, but Okay. Yeah. Um Oh yeah. Honor, honoring your confront, feelings. Confront honoring your feelings. Honor your feelings. Confronting your abuser, most definitely. Which is whether it be direct or indirect. Wait, direct or indirect. Easier said than done. Confront them directly or indirectly. If you can get away from it at some point, you gotta forgive them. But you do have to do that, yeah. So you, and then by, you have to forgive them. By through forgiving them, you gotta confront them. Yeah, you do. So you gotta write it down. You have to confront the situation. You gotta yep. confront the fact that you were abused and that person abused you. Yeah. You also have to be ready for them to not at all receive anything that you. But you can write it down. Yeah, you can write it down. Yeah. Write it down. Yeah. Shit nowadays, just write vlog shit, vlog it for yourself. Um. Yeah. Made it. You gotta get that. That's the biggest part of the healing process. Is like looking at the abuser, abuser, because otherwise you carry that into every other situation. You always have that 
that part. You'll forgive yourself, but you'll be mad at that scenario every time, and you'll compare to you'll compare every situation to that. Mm-hmm. So, when every situation is different, um, hmm. yeah. So find ways to give back to yourself afterwards. You have because I feel like in abusive situations, there's so much that's taken away from you. You have to remember to recharge. You got to recharge more than anyone else ever has to. So. Just get back to yourself and seek therapy. The magic word. <laughs> therapy. It's good for you. And it helps. But Self-therapy. Yeah. Self-therapy? Yeah, I'm not talking about... Uh-huh. No, I'm not talking about that. Like, literally, <laughs> meditation is self-therapy. Yoga is self-therapy. It is. Massage is self-therapy. They get a massage. Being creative is self-therapy. There's a lot Writing, of ways to drawing, be self-therapeutic. Shit. Uh, Shitting, yeah. yeah. Showering, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Vacations. <Okay. laughs> Shit, even type uh, what you call them? Kickboxing classes and stuff like that. High intense cardio classes. So you want to hear this fucked up story that I came across? Go ahead. About... Tell your story. You've been, you've been okay. waiting the whole time to tell your story. This, okay, this woman, <laughs> probably the most evil fucking woman on the planet. Her name, I'm going to fuck it up. <laughs> Is Gertrude Berezuski. This goes into the whole child abuse thing. Gertrude's bitch ass fucking had like, okay, so she had like three kids of her own, right? And then she adopted another kid and, well, two more kids. And the girl's name was, I think the girl's name was Sylvia. And Sylvia and her sister, all right? So Sylvia, Gertrude took Sylvia, basically, and locked her ass up in the basement. And she had the neighborhood kids, like, beating on Sylvia. She had, she was burning cigarette marks into this girl. She was like, I mean. So she adopted a child just to abuse it. She adopted them from a family, because Sylvia's family was like, they came from the circus. So, right, they came from the circus, and Gertrude was, she was coming low on money. So this girl, she had to, I think I think what was happening was the parents were paying Gertrude to take care of Sylvia and her sister, basically. And then when those payments stopped coming because they were circus people, Gertrude now had these extra two kids to take care of these two. Now it's the and now she's mad. And not only that, but Sylvia was said to be like way prettier than any of like she was attractive. And Gertrude's kids are ugly as fuck. If you look them up, Gertrude. Look up the kids. They a whole family's ugly. The hideous, they have the ugliest fuck. But they um, the Sylvia was not. So the kids were jealous of Sylvia. So they would make up all these fucking stories and shit, give reasons for Gertrude to fucking beat this girl's ass in the basement and like wow, have the neighborhood kids come really? and beat her ass and like. They she had, oh, they did horrible things. I don't even want to say. So where did you, where did you <laughs> see real. this story at? Where but, was this? this? No, nah, I just read. I was I was googling like the worst cases of like child of, like of abuse and that Gertrude probably was the worst fucking like thing I you have to go look it up because I don't even want to repeat some of the things that Gertrude did to this girl but like she inevitably she ended up killing her but Could, uh, on the young lady up dying she uh, ended up dying from like too much abuse too much shit like so much shit it's just like in my head up. I'm like why what creates a Gertrude and so I went to go look into her story and it's like they say she there's not too been, much on her but like she came from the same type, of situation, same type of situation where it was like she was neglected by her mother as well yeah. and so it just snowballs it snowballs it gets worse and the worst like generationally from like you know what I mean like there has you have to break that shit like we have to really work hard to break that shit because it can get ugly it's been happening so, so long bro yeah it's so like it's probably embedded in all of our DNA not even like culture I mean ethnic wise but just as a species, it's embedded in our DNA from doing it so long. You gotta think like abuse came from some form of slavery, or it could be so many different facets or avenues that abuse came from. I think it just comes from anger, and misplaced. Rage. Yeah, anger. that's exactly what it is. It's misplaced anger. It's exactly an inability to identify <laughs> one's own issues, mm-hmm. so we take it out on somebody else. Or. It's neglect is my is my form. It's abuse. the exact opposite where they have no type of feeling or any type of I just killed him. I don't know. He looked at me wrong, so I shot him in the face. 
<laughs> you know, like, I don't know. That also creates that type of person. So, like, it just, yeah, we got to be careful with Oh, the ones who snap, you don't see it coming and they snap. Yeah. Killing somebody because they snap. That's the ones that's scarier than the one that's evident that he's a sociopath. That's what I'm saying. The ones that are like, that, he would never do that. He, he was snaps. such a cheerful person. Yeah, he had four bitches chained up in the basement, and he, every time they 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 heard him coming, he they uh they tried to escape, so he shoved ice picks in their ears, so they couldn't hear that's him coming extreme. no more. That's so, extreme as hell. This that's, is a real that's, story. That's, this is but this happened to the story. I'm telling you, this is that's real a real shit. story. Yes, it's a real story. A man, there was a man. No, out there. man, we I'm good. telling you, I'm telling you, man, this is crazy. These people are crazy. It's, it's some crazy people out there doing crazy shit, and, and most of the time it's because they are products of an abusive situation. And it gets more and more extreme each generation. Each generation, it gets worse and worse. It, wow, it gets passed on. I'm so I don't know why I'm so interested in that shit, but like I don't know. <sighs> I'm not interested in abusing people, but or being abused, but <laughs> I find it interesting the way the mind works. Way the mind works. that leads somebody to that and like why insecurity? Like what? What rationalized that in your head? Anyways. Insecurity. Mm. Why would mm. like for instance when what would lead you to want to fight somebody physically? It and takes it, a lot for me. What makes a person want to go out and actually punch somebody in the face? That's if I, you're not defending yourself. That's what I'm saying. It takes a lot for me, so I don't understand. Like, I can't wrap my head around. All you got to do is find that one button, that, that poke hard enough to find that button. Not for that me. That insecure. I know not what you what I'm saying, <laughs> but with an insecure person. Yeah, with an insecure and person. It, it's just, you only got to press one button. Yeah. And you just right. got to know it, and that's because they never dealt with that insecurity. Mm. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it come, they felt like they dealt, okay. Um, somebody got me real good. Cause I thought I had dealt with my fraternal issues, and it was like uh, the 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 toxic feminism when they told me to take out the trash, and it was the, the argument. Um, I was like, "Well, what makes you think I should take out the trash?" And it's like, "Cause you're a man," and I was like, "I don't see it that way." And eventually, one of the retorts were. Well, of course, that was, well, and it came out real slick, but it was like, yeah, you wouldn't think that that's a mad thing because your, your father wasn't around. So, yeah, you wouldn't think that that was, and it was like, oh, shit, like that was a button and I almost lost it. But I ended up getting off the phone before I got mm-hmm. too bad. Yeah, you found your rationale in other places. That's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people can't do that. And I just am so interested in why. Like, well, we know why. But anyway. I'll be honest with you. Yeah, I, I just see my mom. I mean, I don't want to call her. But yeah, going through my abusive shit. Yeah. With the neglect and shit like that. I think that's the that was the main one that I do. I never, I don't have an urge to put my hand. Well, sometimes people fuck a motherfucker up. But for the most part, not too let out my own frustration out on somebody else. Couldn't do that. Mm. Yeah, I... Which is why I... Saw it too much. So... Uh, this is interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. But yeah, y'all, just don't be out here abusing each other, okay? Take care but of We do it all the time. We do it in some, some slick-ass way at work. Talking... Because uh, character assassination... I mean, if it's in, if if it's banter, it's different. If it's just, if it's fun and games, it's different. But because we're a different generation, it's what the fuck we do. But when it gets to a point where it's like you're doing it for the purpose of, but that's the thing. Sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing that. Cause I, I I'm antagonistic and I'm a joker, so I had to start being able to see how far I was going before I would offend. Or, and I go hard, so it kind of comes off as abuse. Like, actually, I've had somebody call me a bully. It was like, you're a bully. And I was like, okay, I might be a bully. Let me start looking deeper into this. I ain't get, like, fuck you. It was because it's kind of like, yo, because I was in the space where I was really starting to rationalize my moves and really look at how mm-hmm. I was. And then you have enough people tell you certain things about yourself. And then, you know, either you take stock or you just get pissed off at the world because they call you out on your bullshit. So I just cannot stress enough to be thankful to have that awareness 
like to be able to be like okay hold on i might be bullying people let me chill out right i might you be going too far i might be pushing this that. too far because they still ain't thinking up that. and i don't know what everybody's triggers are yeah. and I, I, I i try to do better at not intentionally crossing line offending people yeah. Back in the day, like I kind of was a sociopath. Like for a while, I was like, I don't give a fuck. I say what the fuck, regardless if you don't fit. Well, like I said before, it's hard to to like to 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 say or see until somebody points it out to you that you're already doing it. <laughs> you know, but at least you figured it out, and yeah, you gotta people when you figure it out, fix it. So at the end of the day, all this is about. Having time and being able to spot the signs of someone who is either being abused, doing the abusing, and then learning how to heal. Or if you were abused, like learning how to heal from the situation and move forward so you don't perpetuate the same act. Yeah. Because that's the biggest thing. It's like you got to cut it off somewhere. At some point in time, you got to say, okay, I'm going to end this cycle. Mm-hmm. And it stops with me. Otherwise, I'll pass it on. Yeah, and take care of you. And try not to, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think a lot of victims of abuse end up being becoming the type of person that's like always a victim it's hard to not always be a victim after you've been you know in an abusive situation and it's Shit, therapy some people still go out there and start looking for it therapy. go from one abusive yeah, person to another yeah and don't realize they're doing it they feel, they feel codependent codependency you know they're codependent so. but anyways in the cosmos fun fact funny ass fact Honestly, that's why choking in the beginning, like when I was younger, in sexual activity, because I wasn't a physically violent person, choking was an issue because I felt like somebody, like the whole choking thing was slightly linked subconsciously to someone who was physically abused. Really? The first person who presented it to me and the way they presented it and how they got into the whole scenario, like they were younger, dealing with an older person, like much older, like 17, 20-something years old, 16, 20-something years old, something like that. And... I was like, yo, they said that was something they liked. And then it just, all night, it was like, hey, is that an abusive situation that you were in? And that's why, because that's how, because I couldn't fathom wanting to use that level of aggression to yeah. exact pleasure on somebody mm-hmm. unless they were asking to have you do that mm-hmm. to them. I, as I've gotten older, I understand yeah. how it works in that situation with somebody who's mature. But if I'm a, 21 and 24 year old man with a 16, 17, 18 year old because let's not act like it doesn't happen. Right. Person who really knows nothing about sex and that's my approach because they don't know. They're not like, Yeah. It's being taught to them. It's gross. That was something that got me when I was doing <laughs> Really? I mean, the scenario I had in my head at least, I mean, I get what you're saying, but. I mean, uh, two, between two consenting adults who have gotten to that level of maturation uh-huh. between each other, yeah, but then... Yeah, when you bring it to... That's child abuse. <laughs> yeah, that is. That's, I mean, that's so many different levels. So like 17... Remember, she was like 17, 18, oh, or 19. Regardless gross. of the age range, still within that age range, that's still a a young person. But you know, it's crazy. That young person probably don't even realize that that's what no, that, they didn't. that is. They don't know what that they is. They didn't. That's why I say that's why they would yeah. go for somebody that young... They because they don't have a clue at that, that point. That this is abuse. We won't go there. Like that's why I told rides. everybody. Like why was people surprised by fucking R. Kelly? Man, he's a fucking pimp. They go for uh, young, insecure uh, ass chicks. Let's leave Robert out of this. Robert, I mean it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. I, I saw. It. I was done with Pied Piper R and B. That was my official. I can. The minute he did that, if anybody knows the story of the Pied Piper, you would officially left R Kelly alone when he started calling himself the Pied Piper R and B. Period. That's my opinion on that. So to get upset, it, it, for it to take a documentary to start seeing the signs, y'all was about a good. How long ago was that? Probably about 10, 15 That's years ago. That's another ten years ago. You know what? Fuck it. Let's talk about Robert in that abusive fucking situation. Is that the system often, always, damn near always fails? Like even the situation with Aaliyah, like people knew. Like y'all, knew we had the a whole piss on you video. On. You know what I'm saying? And like, it took a documentary for motherfuckers to get system flamed is- up. I was I was cracking up laughing at people when they was going off at the oh, R. Kelly what? stuff. I was like, oh my god, y'all just not getting to the party. The Boondocks did a skit on the dude. <laughs> 
There's so many like, different avenues. So many different things. And, nobody, and then it was like, oh my God. Anyways. Somebody did a document on him and exposed him. So let's go for him now. Because we've gotten rid of every other African American artist. So we make R. Kelly. And then the parents. Like, y'all knew what y'all was sending y'all kids Come on, to. Man. That's like, it's just so much failure all around. Like, and people being abused. And the people around them failing them. And that's not okay. And that's that's the biggest part of the abuse is usually the people around The people around them or the situation that they're in is failing the it's fuck failing out of them. them. And the like, board. how would you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Pi Piper R&B. I'm gonna leave it at that. Pi Piper of R&B. That was oh, the no. scariest shit ever because that motherfucker was taking people's kids out their village. Go look up the Pi story of Pi Piper. <laughs> Somebody, I told somebody at work that I was like, "Are you really offended by that?" Now I was like, "Okay, so if you want to get facts," and I broke that down to him. And I was like, "Y'all thought that was cool." Actually, let's be let's be sincere. We joke and laugh at the P.I.M.P. song. It's cool to be a pimp and rep being pimps in songs and just um, regular conversation, uh, urban conversation. But at the end of the day, we know what a pimp is, and pimps don't go for 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. Well, sometimes they get some of them if they're broken enough. But, you know, they've been passed through the system already. But they started at a very young age. So why were we surprised that this individual was dealing with people of the age of 13, 14, 15, and 16? Like, I've been able to see the signs of these individuals who broke in and dealt with older men. It never clicked. It clicked to me in high school that something was wrong when my 17-year-old classmates are dealing with 21-year-old men. It didn't take for me to get to be 24, 25 years old to say, like... It took me being the 17, 16, 17-year-old dealing with the fucking 21 and 25-year-old men. And I didn't... Until I was 21, 22, 23, till I, it took me that long to realize that I was being predatorized at that age. Because in my head... Because it's funny, if I, if I mention that to a female, like, you remember back in the days dealing with that grown ass man? Yeah. That motherfucker's a predator. And he's like, yeah, dude. It's true. Like, <laughs> like, like, you're right. Yeah. Right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it's hard. Like, you're not developed to know. You know? I don't know. No, I, and I also think that parents don't explain it to their children it's that the way. Parenting. We, it's the parenting. They avoid that conversation. I respect some people that I know very hard with their parenting because I respect the fact that they're very honest with their children and upfront so their children can see the signs. That's one of the things my mom helped me with. She was very uh, upfront and honest about who the predators were in my family and what, pred- pred- what predatory people look like. She, the abuse thing was different. Actually, no, she could see other people's abuse. So I knew who the abusers, who the predatory, like who to avoid in certain scenarios. That's part of the, that's a lot of the reason, like I said, my, the, the people I was around mm-hmm. educated me so I, I could see certain stuff. Even my aunt taught us certain things to look out for within certain situations. Yeah. So. Mm, I didn't really get that. You know, I mean, my parents, my parents are amazing. My parents are dope as hell. But in my adolescence, being different, being homosexual male, like. And the only one in my family, my parents didn't really know. I don't think they knew at the time how. Oh no, I've, I've seen other so, cases. I've been, I dated a young lady. Yeah, her little brother got so unintentionally. I was neglected in that aspect, and I became predatorized. <laughs> you know, I was dealing with it's a lot of a, shit that I shouldn't have That's really big in, your, in that community. Yeah, community yeah, community. absolutely. In the LGBT community, that's a huge thing. Um, yeah, because a lot of us don't don't even like don't even get to really have the parents' experience, like because they either get kicked out or they um they just don't know how. You know what I'm saying? Like if you think someone of my age, I'm I'm about to be 30 years old. My parents came up in a time yeah, where that wasn't what LGBT, you know there was no yeah. really LGBT wasn't yeah. that wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? So So it's gonna take this community of I mean exactly. this generation of LGBT to educate the other LGBT. Granted I mean, it never made them love me any parent. less, but at the same time they weren't equipped. Because that's one of the things that <laughs> abuse I, I I knew somebody personally, her sister is part of the LGBT community and that ruined her relationship with her her significant other because they were living together during school and she had to move back home because of COVID. And her mom didn't accept her lifestyle. So when she was at school, she was able to be free. But when she got home, she can. And the mom was actually abused, abusive in a lot of those different categories. Mm-hmm. So 
the girlfriend, I mean, the sister is thinking like, you know, leave, get away, get away. But they can't really afford to do that. And since the girlfriend couldn't get away, they ended up separating because she couldn't, because she couldn't live, she couldn't, the sister couldn't be with the girl watching her be abused. And the young lady wouldn't get away or couldn't get away or wouldn't detach herself from, I mean, it's the financial side. That's what, that's another thing. When motherfuckers be like, well, why didn't you just move? Who the fuck has the money to just get up and move? Like, you know how much it takes to just get up and go Especially and move? Especially nowadays. They're right. Like, what? Nowadays, just... Yeah, you just don't go out and we don't And we don't teach financial literacy so people can, children can At be independent. Oh. That's partially part of the, uh, the attack, the control shit that parents have. Like, I think the financial literacy is slightly, I want my child to be codependent on me so I can keep them tethered to me and have control of that situation. Mm. Mm. I'm having that conversation with, uh, with somebody earlier today about, I'm like, yo, yo you got to cut That's that umbilical wild. cord, man. I never lived that life. I don't know. Damn. <laughs> no, for real. It's wild. Um, hmm. How far are we going there to? Where we at? I don't even know. Oh, I can't even see the kid. time. I know, right? We're just talking. But, but yeah. Abuse. Cosmos, man. Not cool. Not don't do it. If you're getting abused. Check yourself. We've been um, rolling. Damn, deep the last two days, man. Damn, the conversation's been hours. deep. Yeah, probably because it was real awkward in the beginning. It was like, okay, how are we going to eat this one? <laughs> Get the Cosmos. So okay, the Cosmos. All right. Old man's got to pee. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> got that old man bladder. Full moon? It's in Leo. Expect bold energies. Check your methods of communication. Not everything needs to be met with brute force. Do we know what that means? Don't meet every every obstacle on with it, uh, with like a head-on collision. Just let it ride. Um, <laughs> let it flow, flow it into flow. it, okay. ease into it. Yeah, take your time, and then make sure you're you're you know you telling people how you feel, but don't you don't have to bite their heads off about it. Leos are good for that, but I digress. <laughs> Mars, ooh, Mars will be in Taurus until March third. Right, ooh, what? Ooh, I just had a moment. Okay, go ahead. Continue. Mars is in Taurus until March 3rd. Um, so, yeah, practice your grounding, your, your patience. Taurus is, you know, if you have any Taurus in your life, you know for a fact that they go to the same restaurant, they eat the same food, they have the same routine. Well, let's adopt a little bit of that because it's going to help. Consistency. <laughs> routine yes, is consistency. Stay consistent connected okay. and yo that's been coming to me a lot like get a routine and create yes. a consistent routine create for a yourself. harsh routine I've been hearing that in a lot of different mm-hmm. spaces it helps it does yeah. I haven't I haven't adopted it yet I I think I've just recently am, I'm getting it I'm getting it together now I'm starting to I never would have thought that I'd be the person to do that because I'm very much an in-the-moment type of person but and then the routine also helps you in uh, scenarios where you you're, when you're feeling low mm-hmm. yeah it does because you can mark your progress and well not even just mark your progress um from the standpoint of say for instance the days where you don't have the energy to do it the fact that it's routine and you choose to stick to the routine mm-hmm. um and i got this from another podcast i was watching he was saying he had a routine and he stuck to it so even the days he'd have the energy to want to go do or the dedication or the drive to go do it since it was routine just getting up and going to the gym even if he didn't do anything was an accomplishment yeah because it was he part stuck of it. to his routine mm-hmm. absolutely there's days where i get up and go to the gym and i'll be halfway there i'm not i'm not doing the 25 today i'm gonna do the 15 but the fact is i do i'm doing something doing you know something. what i'm saying so i'm Sticking able to, to just be routine. like yes I can leave without having the anxiety of, damn, I should have went to the gym. Damn, not feeling, <laughs> and not feeling accomplished because right. when I was going through that self Because that class. type of anxiety will well, depre- yeah, depress you. Yeah, it that's why I said you. when you go into these situations, you need to have a, you need to have something laid out that you're going to do. Because not having a routine will literally make you, this shit start to feel like Groundhog Day. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Wake up, <laughs> same shit. Rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. Yes, wash, rinse, repeat, wash, rinse, repeat. That's and if you don't have a routine do. that you used to, that wash, rinse, repeat, the days go by and you like, yeah. Like, what time is it? What did I do with myself? I hate but also love days like that. 
As an adult. But that's a day off versus <laughs> if you have a routine, that would be considered a day off. Yeah, it would if be If you don't a have a routine, off. that's yeah. you just being, you slouching. But no days off, 2021. So. So. <laughs>